0: Mud Stories, Episode Seventy Four.
1: Your mercy floods my tired soul as you lift me out of my muddy hole. You wash me up with your sweet grace and you lead me to a safer place again. And this is the year of
2: mercy. Mercy loving others and the you know the Bible teaches us to love our neighbor as ourselves. if we don't love ourselves, we can't love anyone else. And you know we put ourselves you know we do for everybody else but if you are are being hard on yourself, harsh words coming in your mind when you do something that's that's you know not that is less than perfect, We beat ourselves up because we haven't done it correctly. Well, you know,
0: housework done incorrectly still blesses your family. Hi, my name is Jackie Watkins, your host, and you're listening to Mud Stories, a podcast dedicated to bringing you inspiration in your muddiest moments. Hope to make it through your mud and encouragement for you to know that you are never, ever alone. Hey, friend, welcome back to Mud Stories. I am so super glad you're here with me. I love spending this time with you. Such an honor and privilege. And today uh, we are continuing with part two of our conversation with Marla Silly, otherwise known as Fly Lady. And if you missed part one of my conversation with Marla, I'd love for you to go back. I will be waiting right here. You can pause this and go back to episode 73, JackieWatkins.com forward slash episode 73 and you can hear Marla's personal mud story some of the adversity she's been through how this ministry as she refers to it in this episode came to be this Flylady.net and all the ways over the years she has helped us fly in our management of our homes and cleaning and organizing and just feeling like we can do this. She offers such hope and encouragement. And so if you missed that, go check that out. And today we're going to continue with Marla. And she is going to share not only the second half of the year's habits that we can cultivate this year, which by the way, she shares the first half of the year last episode. She's going to share the rest of those. And then also she's going to talk to us about how to follow the God breezes in our life. And she has an inspiring story about that as well that she shares. And I'm just so thankful for people like her who follow those little ways that God shows up. And, you know, we really can see and pay attention to the ways God shows up in our lives. He shows up in the smallest little ways if we're just watching and if we're looking for him. And so it's my hope that you can find your own God breezes. Uh, this week and next week and this month and this year, it's going to be a great year. And I'm so glad to spend it with you. So we have a lot of exciting things coming up. I am hoping to put together a survey. I love hearing from all of you and I want to hear from more of you. And so I'm going to work on putting together a survey to find out who you are and what you're passionate about, what you like that we do here at Mud Stories and what you think we can improve on. I say we, but it's really just me. (laughs) it's just me. I'm your girl. So uh, it's really me that wants to hear from you. And so I'm going to be putting that together. And so look for that coming next week or actually by the end of the month. I'm hoping to get that out to you and would appreciate your feedback. And if you have feedback that you don't want to say for that, and you just want to send it to me, I'd love to hear from you. So uh, anyway, that aside, let's get to our conversation with Marla and all that she has to share. I'm so thankful you're here. Here we go. Enjoy. Well, here at Mud Stories, we talk about the hard things. And, you know, not everything in life brings joy and celebration in the moment, but God is so faithful to really use whatever's been a mess and a muddy place in our life and bring good from it. And so, how much do I love that you love Him and that He blesses you? And in turn, you've chosen to say yes to bless us. And. Well, I never looked at what I did as a ministry until last year.
2: Really? Never. I was just, you know, I'm bossy and <laughs> <laughs> I I went on a a journey last year and it was just a fun Michelle and my assistant. We had to go to Wisconsin and we started following our God breezes as we were going because I'd never been to Wisconsin and where we had to go in Wisconsin, we had to go right through Darien, Illinois, which is the national shrine for Saint Therese. And we spent two days there praying and just, uh, I'm not Catholic and I went to my first mass. So I'm I'm sitting there and I decided that I want to give the gift that I'm going to give to God is that Fly Lady is going to become a mission. And St. Therese, her vocation as a nun was to pray for missionaries. So I just handed the ministry over to God at that point in time. And I'm sitting there and I'm Praying and meditating, and she, her way was the little way. She didn't have any great talent, she didn't go out into the mission field and minister to people. She was in a cloistered order, and she, the only way she always dreamed of being a saint, you know, as a even as a little child, she wanted to go into the into the church as a nun at age 15. And they wouldn't let her. And she even (laughs) went to the Pope himself (laughs) and begged. Persistence. she, 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 She was the youngest of six children, most all of them girls. And they had all gone into the cloister. And so she was determined to serve God. And so she got ill, but she couldn't figure out you know, she didn't have any great talent. So she decided that in all walks of her life, that she would do things with a happy heart and that she would dust with a happy heart and she would sweep with a happy heart. She would do laundry with, with a, a happy, happy heart, heart mm-hmm. blessing others with mm-hmm. her smile and mm-hmm. her love. And, you know because she was doing the laundry and you know but, and she lived in the 20th century she died in at age 24 i think in the early 1900s and she died because she got tuberculosis mm. and she wrote her autobiography the little way telling this story and i i read her bi- her autobiography and i read Uh, I watched a movie about her. I sort of immersed myself in the study (laughs) of her in in that October. And then in late October, we went to the shrine and then we headed up into Wisconsin. And when we got to the military base in Wisconsin, they said, well, do you know about this shrine? And do you know about this shrine? (laughs) And Michelle and I just went on this pilgrimage to these different shrines. And we just... It was oh. just a holy week. We prayed and we prayed and we prayed. And then we went to a healing service. I've never done anything like <laughs> that. But, but we were open to what God oh. was bringing, what yeah. was he was showing us. And it was just a powerful week well 10 days we uh, we would call our husbands and say we're going to be a few more days (laughs) we're following the breezes (laughs) we are we're following the god breezes but um, (sighs) a really strange thing happened at the shrine of saint Teresa in darien illinois I'm sitting there meditating and it, her little way was taking the distractions of the day and turning them around into mm. wonderful blessings. Cause we're, none of us are perfect Right. In, in our devotion or our faith. None of us are perfect. And so they were doing construction. They were remodeling the shrine to resemble her room, her simple room and. In France, and they had forklifts going, making beep beep noises, backing (laughs) up, and and the construction crew was playing secular music. And at one point, the song came, and they were playing oldies: "Take a load off Annie, take a load for free." You know, so I'm I'm (laughs) hearing these songs, and they're distracting from my meditation and my prayer. And so I decide to use the beep beep of the backing up of the forklift as a, as a timer that I would change. And I was praying for enemies, praying for people. I had a big, long list of people I was praying for, but you know, it was sort of in my head, this list. So every time the beep beep happened, I would pray for another person. And then every time I would hear a secular song and it would change, I would take the words of the song and turn them into a prayer. Oh, I love it. So, So take a load off Annie <laughs> was was just for me to, you know, unburden myself with what I had been trying to do mm-hmm. and let God help me. You know, mm-hmm. just hand it over to him. Yeah. So this became what it was all about. And then as I'm sitting there and praying and we go through the Mass and I had never seen the rosary prayed. Didn't know anything about a rosary. Nothing. You know, I'm not Catholic. I'm a raised <laughs> Church of Christ and right? a very conservative Christian. And this lady comes over to me, and she's just a beautiful lady with white hair, and she's talking to Michelle and I, and she is just, just glowing, just Mm -hmm. glowing, and she, she asks us our name and where we're from, and we're sitting there, and she can tell I'm over, just overwhelmed. I am, I've been crying and at one point in my meditation, I've got my eyes closed and I'm praying and all of a sudden everything gets bright in my mind's eye. Just everything hmm. just brightens up with this white light. And I'm thinking somebody has opened a door, like a huge garage door, which this, this room was full of stained glass and this big wood cut of St. Therese with her arms and a cloak open, with all these children under her arms holding these beautiful roses. It's huge woodcut. It's 19 feet long and floor to ceiling high. This is how beautiful this woodcut was. And this dark stained glass. And I'm just, you know, this bright light happens in my mind's eye. And I'm thinking, somebody's opened this garage door. And I (laughs) open my eyes and it's still dark. And I thought, okay, God, I've stepped on your toes again. You were going- <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with my own imperfection of you know not recognizing, but it's okay because, you know, I've handed over my ministry. Mm-hmm. I I see it as a mission now, mm-hmm. and and this lady comes over to me and she's trying to console me. She doesn't know why I'm crying, but you know, I've had this big white light show, and she asked Michelle, you know, where we're from, and then I asked her, what's your name? And her name was Franny. Franny. Well, on our very first website, we had the Fly Lady cartoon, and we had this little frumpy lady in sweats and rollers, (laughs) and and her, her nickname was Franny. Oh, my. And so... I just lost it at
0: that point.
2: I am, <laughs> I am in full, at, full blown, huffing tears.
0: And, yes. Franny's and then, looking at you like, "What like, just happened?" <laughs> so
2: she runs over to her purse, and she gets out a rosary. Okay, and gives it to me, and so I'm just blown away. Well, as I start writing about this this past summer for my new book. I wanted to do the research on what the song lyrics were, mm. you know, take a load off Annie. Right. And when I researched it, the words weren't take a load off Annie. They were take a load off Franny. Oh,
0: <laughs> so oh I'm just... my word. So the reasons That's were incredible. <laughs> It's it's kind of... Isn't God know, just like that? He shows up in the littlest ways and he says, I'm here. I'm here and I'm with you and I'm for you. It's those it. God breezes just... Mm.
2: He he has a place for you to be, and it doesn't matter if you get sidetracked. He is going to take you there.
1: Mm-hmm. He
2: may have to, you know, just like the Israelites and leading through 40 years in the desert. That's right. <laughs> you know, you're eventually going to get there.
0: Right. Even as thick-headed as we can be sometimes, he, uh, he is always there working things. So psychologists tell us that it takes 21 days to
2: establish a new habit. They lie.
0: Because I'm so glad you said per- that because I just haven't bought that this whole time. Oh <sighs> with the perfectionist. Yeah. If we miss a day,
2: mm-hmm. we say, I messed up. Forget it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Throw the baby out with the bath mm-hmm. water next. But with the grace period, with ten days of grace, you jump back in where you are. Right. Like you never missed a
0: day and, and don't dwell on it hmm. We really mm-hmm. are hard on ourselves. I think that this is that's part of the biggest problem. Yeah, it is.
2: I mean, my nephew started um, a new spinoff business from Fly Lady and it's his business. It's not mine. But last February, he came to me and he said, you know, I want to do a survey. And I said, OK, put together a survey. Let me look at it and he's he wants to serve others and he did this survey and what he found out was the people that weren't successful with fly lady thought they were doing it wrong hmm. thought wow. they weren't doing it the right way not good enough not good enough mm. and his idea was to put these people with a mentor that they would talk once a week, that would keep them accountable, and people would pay a fee. Like coaching, kind it's, of. It's not accountability. Coaching, it's accountability. accountability. It's, it's a, like a trainer. He had this idea. And so my son and Robert and I just kind of let him run with it. I mean. Beautiful. He was passionate, and he gets into all the technology stuff. He has hired 40 mentors who are fly babies, Oh, who have been successful with the system? I love it. And they're changing people's lives on a daily basis. And you know, his website is flyladypremium.com because it, it's a it's a paid service. People think, well, is Fly Lady going away? No, we're always going to have this free side of it for anybody who needs it. But he takes it to another, another level.
0: Another level. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who really would want to take advantage of that, you know, because they need that extra little help. Sometimes we just need that extra little help, you know? Well, we're so alone. Yeah, we
2: we you know with me I'm talking one to you know several hundred thousand people even on Facebook yeah but it's one on one with these mentors and they are beautiful women they come from every mm. walk of life I got to I, I have veto power that's all <laughs> I have you know CEO power yeah it just pairs up mentors with we call them preemies,
1: because <laughs> mm.
2: it's. Flighty Premium, but Premium yeah, yeah. has another name because we're teaching them how to take babies. That's steps. right. That's right. <clears throat> and and these mentors are just amazing women. So in in May we did the moving. Yes. So June is drinking our water. Okay. Because most our fatigue is usually dehydration. Yeah. Uh, when you're setting your timer, don't drink more than twelve ounces in a thirty minute period. Okay. Uh, I got two water bottles going all the time. I even have supplements that go into my water bottles that I actually, it's sort of a lemony lime flavor and okay, it's a magnesium. It makes it more interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. And then I do another thing. Now this is fun. A way to keep up with your water is as I've done my pilgrimages, I have gotten these little holy medals that are different saints and crosses and, and okay. different things. And I have a little bowl of them in my bathroom. I told you my bathroom is a shrine. <laughs> So, and I have a cup in there that's, um, uh, it's, it's just a mug that I bought at one of the shrines. And so every time I go to the bathroom, I start out with two cups of water in the morning. Okay. One is I first get in the bathroom and then the second, just before I leave the bathroom. And then every time when I go back to potty, I'll drink another cup of water and I'll pick up the little metal and I'll say a prayer. Hmm. just pray during the day every time you go to the bathroom talk with God yeah and and I lay them from from the little bowl on the left side of the sink onto the counter on the right side of the sink and I can keep up with how many glasses Mm. of water how many cups of water I've had to drink
0: I love that during the
2: day and my goal is to get 10 in okay And they're about eight ounces yes and so that's 80 ounces of
0: water and that's eight to ten times of connecting with God. Right. All during the day. Cause all during the if day. You're not,
2: if you're not going to the bathroom once an hour, you're not drinking enough water.
0: Oh, that's so good. I'm a nurse, so I know that. Yeah, Did nurses you know- are yeah. the worst. <laughs> we are. We are. Well, we get no breaks. I work in labor and delivery, so babies are coming all the time. I never know when I'm, you know, babies coming right on out. So, you know, I try, but... Being hinged to the bathroom is a challenge for me. So, yeah. so incorrect. Yeah. That's And after having
2: five kids, you're, right?
0: <laughs> you, you, you've, got to,
2: you, you've got to go to the bathroom. I've got to work
0: this plan, yes. Mm-hmm. Every, every
2: top of every hour, make Top sure, of every hour, yeah, Top of every hour, go to the bathroom. And, and there's some fun t- apps to do that. There's one that is like Westminster Chimes, and every 15 minutes on your phone, it's ringing this chime that reminds you to drink your water and go to the potty. Okay, so good.
0: I love how so that, technology is helping us. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, so, so good.
2: June is water. Okay. July is swish and swipe.
0: Swish and swipe. Swish and swipe. Teach me. Okay. I don't think I'm swish good and, at this.
2: It, when you're in your bathroom getting dressed in the morning, I want you to put away the things you get out. Okay. So you put things away. Countertop is empty and clear so wipe down your countertop wipe out your sink uh get the dental floss home runs off the mirror <laughs> and then take a toilet bowl brush and swish
0: your toilet okay so and i need have... a toilet brush for every bathroom yes you do i think i i think that's my problem i'm trying to carry the one around to Ooh. all my bathrooms it's not no. working for me
2: now how, uh, your youngest child is how old uh eight. Oh well the, you're good okay well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to get drag one of those vases out from under your kitchen sink. Okay. You know, the ones you got the Mother's Day flowers in. Yes. Or your birthday flowers. Yes, I know exactly. And I, and I want you to take some of that shampoo or bubble bath or body wash that is in the closet or under the sink in mm-hmm. the
1: bathroom
2: that you got for Mother's Day that you really don't like the smell of or it okay. makes you itch. Okay, okay. Now, it won't make your toilet itch. <laughs> now, I want you to pour that into the vase. Okay. And then I want you to fill that bottle up and rinse it out with some more water. Okay. And do a 50-50 solution. Okay. You can mix them. It doesn't matter. You okay. I mean? Take take two or three of them and fill this vase up three quarters of the way. Okay. With this 50-50 solution of dislike shampoos body washes and baby you know i know
0: just uh, where to go because in our shower we have like three bottles that have like a half inch left at the bottom nobody wants to use them because they're yeah they take forever yeah at
2: at the you know when you get into zone three which is the bathroom the main bathroom of the house that's when you can refill your your little vase okay stick your toilet bowl brush in that okay as a nurse you know that germs don't grow in soap no, they don't. You're right. A 50/50 solution is a strong enough solution where it's not going to grow mold or anything nasty on top. Okay. Stick the toilet bowl brush in it. And then every morning, hold it up and it's a it's a, a thin enough solution that it will drip off. Okay. But still cling to the toilet bowl brush and swish your toilet with it.
0: Oh, so simple. I don't have to buy any of those. Hard to open. The kids can't open those toilet cleaner ones. And you have to let them sit there. It turns everything in blue. And, no, yeah. no, no,
2: no, no. <clears throat> okay, it Just good. the stuff you put on your body will clean your toilet. Perfect. And if you, even if you don't use anything on it, and you just let the toilet bowl brush dry,
1: mm-hmm. it
2: it's still making
0: things go down the drain. Well, and it like you're saying, if you do it every morning... Mm -hmm. then it's never going to get that dirty. And guess what? Nothing says I love you like a
2: clean toilet if you've got the stomach bug. Oh, you're so right.
0: There's nothing grosser than lifting that thing up. Now, in my house, I don't have problems with the floor around the toilet because all my male people in my house sit down. That is our (laughs) rule. So I think this is doable. This is doable, yes. That only happens at our house
2: in the middle of the night. (laughs) Because the light doesn't go on in the middle, of right? The night and and <clears throat> uh, my husband has found that that's the easiest way to hit it when you don't turn the light on.
0: Totally, yeah. Well, my husband just grew up that way. So he taught our boys that, and I've been so thankful. So, <clears throat> anyways, I love that. Okay, swipe. What's my, that's my swish. My swipe is counters, counters, and mirror and
2: sink. Okay. Because, you know, you get toothpaste stains. Now, you may want to get some baby wipes or something of that nature to use around the toilet (coughs) so that you can dispose of them in the trash can. Yeah, yeah. But um, I keep a purple rag in in my bathroom for doing the mirror.
0: And I think you have some supplies and tools on your website if we want to have purple, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Purple. Okay.
0: So I'll send them over there.
2: We have a swish and Swipe package, which is the purple rags. Love it. And a purple toilet bowl brush. Because sometimes
0: I think my other thing, my other problem is I don't have enough of those little carriers because I have an upstairs and a downstairs. And so then it's like, well, who took the Windex or who took the, you know. No, 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 no. Don't take it from room to room. See, that's my problem. I need to buy my every, things.
2: Every sink needs
0: its own, right?
2: Own Windex, its own toilet bowl brush, right. its own purple rack. Every bathroom, every sink
0: needs Okay, I'm this. writing my shopping list right now. Definitely. You just go okay. online
2: and order them and we'll okay. get them to you in a week. Okay, you know?
0: perfect. So
2: it's, you said the P word.
0: You <laughs> hadn't said it all
2: though. What did I say? You said perfect. Oh, Oh, I know. You're right. We've got to eliminate that word from our vocabulary. That's my goal, is to
0: eliminate it from the dictionary. I'm going to join you with that goal for sure. Okay, so swish and swipe. What's what's next? That's uh, that's July. August
2: is um, laundry. Laundry. A load a day keeps Mount Washmore away. And when you have five (laughs) children, you have to do two or three loads a day. Yeah. But you've got to get into the habit of doing it from start to finish. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I think my problem is, Miss Marla, people outgrow things and then I don't clean them out and then there's nowhere to put them away. And so then the counters end up getting unswipeable because I have clean laundry on them.
2: Okay. I have a solution.
0: (laughs) I told you I was bossy. I love, I need to be bossed. Okay. Your emails boss me too, but.
2: So what you do is every family member, you go into their room and you clean out. Don't have them do it. You got to do it. Okay. Go into the room and empty out one drawer.
0: Just one? One. Okay. Only one. I can do this. Can I use my 15-minute timer? Yes. Okay.
2: It won't take you long. Okay. You'll put some things in some other drawers, and you're going to have one empty drawer that's going to hold their underwear and their outfits. Right. And and we're going to call that our tomorrow drawer. Okay. It's kind of everything you need to get dressed in the morning. Now, when you do... When you have this empty drawer, all of a sudden that pile that's on the flat surface in your laundry room or every other room, every dresser, because they're living, you know, your your laundry baskets are full of stuff that it doesn't belong in those rooms. So you're living off the tops
0: of the dressers. Yes. (laughs) Well, sort of. I mean, some of the kids have drawers that fit the stuff, but I think I'm the most guilty. I'm a draper. That's my problem. I can't commit to dirty or clean, so I just drape. (laughs)
2: it's terrible oh my
0: i know i'm a mess miss marla so
2: so you have a chair that gets draped. yes it's actually a counter it's in my bathroom (laughs) oh
1: my okay
2: so we've got to get some coat hangers and start hanging things up if it's not if it's clean enough to be worn again it can be hung up that's what i see my husband does i've watched him he's born organized (laughs) <laughs> so he'll he'll wear something and he can wear it again so he puts it back on the hanger and moves it to the end oh that's good of his clothes so that he's working he towards yeah. and he knows that once it gets through a couple of times to- uh, uh, the second time it goes in the laundry basket yeah and he's brilliant this way he i noticed this when we first got married i never had to turn his socks right side out <laughs>
0: Because he pulled them off from the toe. That's a man who's done his own laundry.
2: That's a man that's done his own laundry. He still does his own laundry. So he pulls them off from the toe. He has a dark laundry basket, literally a dark colored laundry basket, and a white laundry basket. (laughs) So white stuff and light colors goes in the white laundry basket. And the dark stuff goes in the dark laundry basket. Then it's already pre-sorted. It's pre-sorted in the closet, so when he gets a full laundry basket and the cat hasn't slept on it too, and you know, packed it down too much, because mm-hmm. the cat loves him, um, <laughs> two cats love him, and he'll take that laundry basket if it when it gets up to the top, he'll take it and do his laundry.
0: I think that'd be good lesson for kids. Like if I got them a dark and a light for each of their closets they could pre-sort and turn and then I would be preparing them for adequate adulthood learning how to cope with their life instead of doing things for them right
2: well let me tell you what one lady did who had I think she had seven children you're gonna love this I cannot wait each child had their own color hangers so let's just say if you have a little girl all the hangers were pink okay, the laundry basket was pink. Okay. So you could do pink, a pink laundry basket for dark colors and a white laundry basket for with, white. A, pink, okay. with a pink stripe on the top so that you know it was hers. <laughs> right? And so you could sort, they could sort the laundry that way. Mm-hmm. And then you would know that she had pink towels and pink sheets. Everything was pink. So no more, oh, that's not my towel. Right. <laughs> it's pink, baby. It's your towel. <laughs> it's pink. It's, you kind of have to declutter everything you have in the house. Right. To make this happen. But, but we have
0: time, right? Baby steps. We're going to do baby steps.
1: They all have birthdays. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: They all have birthdays. So
2: you could uh, give them their, their own montage of their favorite color. Beautiful. And that favorite color is also the color that they are on your family calendar.
0: Yes. I am doing some of that already. I have a color-coded calendar and um
2: see, then you could take that yeah. color-coded calendar and assign each child that color. And then each child, I mean there's five children in your family and two adults. Each person could have their laundry day.
0: That's so good. Because yep.
2: they do have to learn how to do it by the time they go to college.
0: I think it's very important. Yes, I mean I know they're busy with all their activities, but don't you think it it helps them become better adults if we let them let them do some well, of it? Well, it is giving them wings. Yes,
2: so they can fly. They have to know how to do it. And doing laundry, right.
0: ra- Justin started doing
2: his laundry out of necessity because when he was little, I was very sidetracked and. I didn't get, he had three pair of jeans, you know, kids grow so quickly. He had three pair of jeans and I didn't get around to washing them fast enough. So he started doing his laundry at nine.
0: Wow. That's so
2: good. He still does the laundry for his family.
0: That's awesome.
2: And yeah, he's, he likes to do laundry. My husband likes to do laundry. I hate to do laundry. In fact, I've got a load right (laughs) now that needs to be rebooted of towels. I'm keeping you from your towels. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that, it, it's laundry is just a matter of establishing a drawer to put things in.
0: That's key. And
2: going through the process. Yes. Um, wash. Well, sort. But if you pre-sort as you're taking it off,
0: mm-hmm.
2: why not? Sort, right. Right. Yeah. Sort, wash, dry. Machines do those two things. Right. And some things don't always have to go in the dryer. They can go straight up on a hanger. Yeah. And you just block them a little bit, stretch them in a couple of different directions, and you You're don't even to have go. to iron it. Yeah. And then fold and put away.
0: Excellent. Okay.
2: And it, it, it takes five minutes to fold a load of laundry.
0: Now, if or, I'm starting this these habits in January, how can you I prove... don't prov- have
2: to start them all in January. Okay, good.
0: That's what I wanted to But to I'm clarify. just giving you... The overview. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm giving you the overview of each month. But, you know, I've you've learned something. Listen to our, you know, two-hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that I, it's stuck in your head, you know. Right. It's like asking you what's for dinner at 10 o'clock in the morning. And you don't really, you're not in your kitchen, you're at work, but you're thinking, oh, I've got this, this, and this. And right. I can do this as soon as I walk in the door. If you mm-hmm. hadn't already started your crock pot. Right. You know, so it's just getting it in your head. So now you're gonna think when you take your
0: clothes off, it's darker light. Right. And these are things I could already buy. You know, the laundry baskets and things like that. I could, when I'm already at the store, I could just pick them up and all the toilet swishes Mm -hmm. and all of that. Okay. So August is laundry. September.
2: It's our before bed routine. Okay. It's the most important routine of the day. Because it sets you up for success tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So if you lay out your clothes for tomorrow, that tomorrow drawer I'm talking about? Yes. uh, You put everything on your launch pad that you have to leave with in the morning. Uh, There's some great stuff on Pinterest with some hooks on the wall where backpacks can go. Uh, One big family, they took a dresser base that had seven drawers in it. And everybody had their own drawer that was at the entrance of their house. Mm. It was the tomorrow dresser. And you put your keys and everything you needed. Your mom and dad got the two top ones and the kids got the others. And, you know, hooks and different things. You're good to go. Lovely.
0: Yeah, cause that is we do have a shoe closet where everybody's required to put their shoes there. Cause I got tired of waiting for who was finding their shoes in what room, so uh, that's a great, great addition to that. Everything localized, and you call it a launch pad, right? Launch pad right. area, uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. And,
2: and launch pads can be lots of things. Uh, a hook, hooks on the wall, and a bench, and everybody put their their shoes under the bench. Yeah. Th- okay. S- hunting shoes in the morning.
0: <sighs> yeah. This,
2: if you gather them up the night before and you know where they are.
0: That's right. Okay. and But this means I need to go to bed too, right? I don't get to stay up and cherish the quiet hours. Well, you can
2: stay up. I mean, <laughs> your teenagers have different bedtimes from your little ones. Yes. But you've got to go to bed not long after they go to bed. I know. And because you've got to get up 15 minutes before them in the morning. So that you're dressed and ready to go before they hit the floor. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Because at that point, you're being pulled in a in directions. But if you've all done your before-bed routines, I mean, breakfast dishes can be set out unless you have a cat in the Mm -hmm. house. Which I don't. You know, things can be set out, ready to go. If you're going to cook oatmeal, you know, have it measured up, ready to go for the whole family. And they can
0: do that. I think on your site, you have a student... What do you call it? A it's a student-controlled student-
2: control journal.
0: Yeah, student I looked at journal. that before we were going to talk today, and I love that, and I love how it says parents keep out, you know, yes. because this, I think if, if I tell them to get everything ready, it goes across differently than if they had ownership, and they had their little control journal, and were on it, you know? Really,
2: it's all about keeping mom and dad off your back,
1: right. and when-
2: <laughs> I mean, totally. I've had some homeschooling moms look at it at homeschooling conventions because we have one for homeschoolers yes. and we have one for homeschool teachers. We have a teacher control journal and those I think we sell, but it's still the student control journal is the same thing pretty much, except it's adapted for kids for who kids, are yeah. homeschool. But the thing about it is some parents look down on me saying parents keep out, but it's my... It was my letter to them, to the children. And and the children, they just want to make their parents happy. But if they have a messy room, a lot of times children with ADD, they can't even focus to do their homework Mm -hmm. because their rooms are so messy. Mm -hmm. And this is all about helping them to learn good study habits, good cleanliness habits, keeping their room straight and bed made, so that they can function in the world and their world is tough.
0: Cause just like it stresses us to be in chaos and mess, I'm certain it stresses them too. Yeah. You know, so uh, I love that. I wanted everybody to know about that as we're talking about the bedtime routine. Cause I know, you know, I try to encourage my kids to pack their lunch before and stuff like that, but you know, if they took ownership of it and there was motivation there and reward there, think they would love it
2: children work better for rewards and I'm telling you yes they love iTunes cards (laughs) I think you're right I mean just buy some every time you're in the grocery store just just a little incentive there right
0: well we work for rewards so why why shouldn't they right yeah it's it's, that's right it's fun
2: and you know they like to buy apps and if they have iTunes money they can. Buy apps they can, if mommy yeah. approves. And yeah, yeah. It's all about having fun and knowing that, you know, this lady's going to teach me how to do things.
0: And what a gift we can give them to learn it young, right? Because here I'm 45, I'm still struggling because, you know, it was kind of like a bummer to do chores when I was little. And it was like, oh, well, it's because you know? your
2: mother called them chores.
0: I know. I need to yeah. not call them chores, right? right?
2: Don't call them chores. Okay. They're blessings, blessings for the family.
0: Okay. Blessings. Okay. So what's my October blessing? October
2: is, let's see. We did. Um, oh, Was that one oh. paper? Paper? Yes, it's paper.
0: Oh. Paper
2: clutter. It's eliminating paper clutter every day. I do
0: have a shredder. Do I get points? You get points. Okay. My if kids love fireplace. to run the shredder. They love to run it
2: i tell you another fun way to get rid of paper clutter. What? You're in California, so it gets yes. pretty dry out there. Yes. But do you have a fire pit? Yes, I do. Hey, put the paper out there in a the fire pit. Put some little wood on there. Use it as kindling and roast some marshmallows. There we go. And have fun. You could do that year round. I could.
0: I think one of the things that I don't do is have a trash right near my door. So when I come in with the paper... That I see because then it piles up and it's, I don't know what it is. Paper like collects itself. Do you have a garage? Yes. But I don't usually come in through the garage. I come through the front door, but. But um, do you have to park
2: your car? Yes. You're in California. You have a car. Yes. I do have a car. So I had one member who put her shredder in the garage. Oh. And her recycle bin in the garage. So not even into the house. And there it has to earn the right to come in. To come house. in. Oh, that's really good. So it gets, you know, the credit card applications and uh-huh. all that stuff. That, yep. They would get shredded before she ever got out of the garage.
0: That's so good. That's really good.
2: And catalogs and stuff she didn't want to look at. They went straight into recycle. Recycle. Yep. It's that easy.
0: Because paper, it's like a magnet to itself. It just starts like one thing on the counter. It just like grows it's, like like exponential, breeds like rabbits. So,
1: yes, <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. All so
2: right, October with this paper. paper clutter, okay, quit using your plant printer. Okay, only print stuff that you have to mail. Okay. Are recipes for your control journal that are favorite recipes. Okay. And you put them in the control journal. Don't pile them up. Okay. I'm talking to Marla right now. <laughs> but you're I a been, good cook. <laughs> I, I've been cooking a lot, you know. <sighs> I've been cooking just about every day. And my yeah. husband just laughs. He's not used to that. Not used to that. And I <laughs> so our you know, October is paper clutter, but November is menu planning. So, I've been doing this since the middle of October through all of November and December. I've been cooking. Okay. And what this does, he goes to the grocery store for me, and I keep a running grocery list of what I've used up. I've finally gotten the pantry stocked back to where I can cook every day and have, you know, a green thing on the plate. And, yes. You know, so, you know, I can have a balanced meal. Okay. hmm So, but he goes to the grocery store for me. So we're, we're good. But menu planning is the one mm-hmm. surefire way to save money. Isn't that true? And to plan for leftovers. Like today, my yep. husband finished off the the chili that I made last week. And I said, it's going away. It's Wednesday. It's our day to clean out our refrigerator. And it's going to go away today. Mm-hmm. I love these vacuum seal things mm-hmm. that you can put the leftovers in this vacuum seal, vacuum seal it and put it in the freezer and label it. Be sure and label it. And you know, you don't, you plan for leftovers. Yeah. So last week I cooked a ham into my crock pot. Uh, it was just a small ham, but the juice that the ham made in four hours of cooking, I put a big, a, ba- a bag of pinto beans in. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, it's really, you don't even have to season them with anything. They're just good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and then we ate the pinto beans. We had cornbread and ham. And I think Yum. I made an apple crisp to go with that. And then two or three days later, I still had three or four cups of beans left. And so I, I got all the meat pieces out of it and put them in the food processor with, some taco seasoning and some sour cream and what else oh some cream cheese mm. put it in a casserole dish and put it in the oven with some mexican cheese on top and we had <laughs> yum pinto bean uh, dip yes a, a bean dip now think about planning for leftovers here i had 2 or 3 cups of beans left mm-hmm. and turned it into you know a, a taco bean dip yeah, I made a couple other little hors d'oeuvres. So y- you plan for these leftovers. The same thing goes with the beef roast, with the pork roast, okay. with just anything. But you you plan for the main meal. I mean, Lee and Ely taught me all of this with her rubber chicken recipe. So you plan for the leftovers, and that doesn't happen unless you write it down.
0: Yeah, you have to really plan for it. And you don't have to get I, – what I love, too, is you advocate for rotating, not having to be overwhelmed by coming up with new every single week, right? I
2: would just start keeping a diary of what you're cooking. One lady takes the top of a Post-it note, the sticky part, Uh-huh. and she writes down the the entree and the sides on this little sticky note, And she puts it on her calendar. So she's using the sticky notes on her calendar. And then when she cooks it, she
0: moves it to next month. Oh, that's good. And then it's like you've got this moving board of sticky notes. You can be flexible and move them around. Right. Oh, so I think you can get the smaller sticky notes too. Yeah. Yeah. Or even cut them in half or something. Well, she just cuts
2: the sticky part of them and just uses the sticky part.
0: Oh, like a little strip. Yeah. Yeah
2: oh that's so good
0: okay uh, um, I, this is definitely an area i need to improve in i'm i'm halfway there but not well
2: you'd be surprised you could put a kid through college with, with the money you can save
0: i'm sure i'm sure you're right and
2: you're gonna have to put
0: five through college i know pray for me marla <laughs> you're gonna god's gonna provide <laughs> i know he is i'm gonna see what did you call it god breezes right yes okay so and then we come to december what's our habit
2: pampering ourselves Because we started planning for Christmas in October. And when December 1st rolled around, we had everything done except our fun things like the baking and Mm -hmm. the making cookies. And, you know, just the fun stuff you get to do in the holidays that when you haven't prepared and you haven't done your shopping, you're running around rushing trying to do these things. And it's you don't have time to do the fun things that you want to do. Yeah. So. I want you to take a little time every day. You know, let's get our nails looking pretty. Mm -hmm. We don't have to go to the nail salon because we've all got nail polish in a drawer somewhere. You can have fun. I love Epsom salt. But, you know, you can put Epsom salt in a jar with a little tea light. It looks festive, but you can, you know, put that around and then when you get through using the candle and it's time to put the, you don't throw the epsom salt out you pour it in your bathtub and take a bath maybe you want to make an oatmeal mask and put it on your face there's pinterest is full of this stuff but you could sit down and write down 30 things to do 31 things to do for yourself that
0: would take five minutes yeah lift your spirits to and it doesn't have to be only confined to december right like if i set my timer for 15 minutes and do my declutter then i can can i reward myself by looking yes. on twitter
2: <laughs> yeah you could or pinterest or whatever yeah. it's all about the reward system yes i don't even i don't turn my computer on until my morning routine is done Okay. that's a reward for me to sit down, see the emails that have come in, Mm -hmm. who's posted what on Facebook. I try not to look at Facebook during the day. That's my reward in the evening.
0: That's good. Um, I do have,
2: you know, people on Facebook. (laughs) But but I have somebody that that's her job.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, 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 that's good. good job. Okay, so we're gonna go to the website, we're gonna sign up for the emails. Of course, we can find you on Facebook and Twitter, which I will link to that you have some podcasts that you do, that people can get encouragement and you have some free ones that we can listen to as our timers are going to keep us going, right? Oh, we have so, the Fla Lady
2: tool section. We yes. have at the very bottom of our website, there is a link to radio. It's in the little, little bitty box
0: down at the bottom. Okay. And you
2: click on radio and all our radio shows are for the last nine years. Um, We missed a couple of years there. Um, But for the most part, they're all there categorized by the month.
0: Oh, good. Okay.
2: So if it's December or January, you hear the things that we talked about in that month. The habit of the month. uh, Okay. The, you know. The holidays we're planning for, all that stuff is it's in that month. And then at the very bottom, you'll see the Fly Lady Tools. That's where we have our crisis cleaning podcast, where I walk you through crisis cleaning your okay. house. Okay. We have um, another podcast that is Weekly Home Blessing Hour podcast. Okay. Where I walk you through blessing your home. And we do seven tasks. Uh, we call them blessings. I don't even like to call them chores or tasks, they're blessings. And these seven items are done in, in less than 10 minutes, each item. And by the time you get through your house, it's company
0: ready. Okay. Oh, Marla, how can I thank you enough for what you're doing? And what inspires me so much is that out of the mess and chaos that once was your life, you have said yes to just do the next thing, and God has overwhelmingly blessed it by blessing you personally, but also by blessing all of us because of your yes. And so may we all, in whatever mud we've faced, choose to look for that God breeze wherever he's moving and say yes, because you never know how many people people could become blessed by our simple yes, right? I mean, you would have never imagined. No, uh, there was no way. I knew when we had 200 people that it could be
2: large. Yeah. I just never. No idea, though. I, I I, I, I couldn't even dream this big. Yeah. And I still look at it as me talking to one person. And, you know, we may have a million people listening to our podcast, but it's me and you talking. Right. And it, it's taking what I've learned and what I've been blessed with
1: mm-hmm.
2: from the experiences that I've had with being disorganized and sidetracked, you know, living in can't have anyone over syndrome, not wanting to answer the door
0: right.
2: to being able to be myself mm-hmm. and not be afraid and not be ashamed of who I am. I did a radio show yesterday with one of the mentors and I'm going to be going to Ohio in, in the spring in May. And she lives in Ohio. And she said, um, she did this show with me. It was so cute. I asked her one of the things that was what she had realized. And she said, the new fly, the premiums are so, um, they're so embarrassed. And And they're afraid. And when we first got on the show, she said, you're not coming to my house, are you? (laughs) And I said, Mac, I would never just show up at your door. Like you're the police or something. (laughs) I would would not do that to you. I I will if I'm invited. I will be happy to come to your house. But I just thought we could meet and I could hug you. And she had the same being embarrassed and she has two little special needs children
0: mm-hmm. and
2: she's mentoring other fly babies and her house is wonderful but she's still scared that mm-hmm. because I'm the fly lady mm-hmm.
1: and she's a fly
2: lady too but <laughs> we're all scared in some form or fashion but right. when we love ourselves we let ourselves shine you know right revival. Let your
0: light shine. That's right. And to love ourselves is what God has called us to do, because in a sense, not loving ourselves, God loves us. And if we don't love ourselves, we're kind of denigrating what he's decided to do. You know, he's chosen us and he loves us and he wants what's best for us. And we're sort of rejecting that if we don't um, absorb who we are in Christ. And I think that's so important. A few days ago,
2: well, it was yesterday when we're doing the we're actually recording this yes the pope opened up the doors of the basilica to mercy Mm -hmm. to god's mercy Mm -hmm. we are not merciful to ourselves and this is the year of mercy Mm. mercy loving others and the you know, the Bible teaches us to love our neighbor as ourselves. If we don't love ourselves, we can't love anyone else.
0: That's right.
2: Yeah, we're moms and and you know, we do for everybody else. But if you are are being hard on yourself, harsh words coming in your mind when you do something that's that's you know, not that is less than perfect. We beat ourselves up because we haven't done it correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, housework done incorrectly still blesses your family. Yes. A half done mopped floor is still half clean. It's all about how we look at it.
0: We'll get mm-hmm. the other half next week. Yes. Yes. Well, I love that you're bringing up mercy. And what you don't know is that my blog is called Mercy Found Me. Because God's, God's mercy did find me in my own personal story and my failure. And, um, I've been blogging there for almost five years now about God's mercy. And this podcast is only about a little over a year and a half old and, uh, You know, all of our passions, all of our life experiences, including our failures, can lead us to work that gives back to others out of what God has done for us and how merciful He's been. And I cannot agree with you more. So, Marla, what a gift to talk to you today. I have been so blessed by your gift. And I mean it with all sincerity. I hope someday I get to meet you and hug your neck. I would love nothing more. So, if you ever come to California, I'll get out there, you know, keep me in mind. I'd love to see you. So um, anyway, how can my audience, my listeners pray for you and theflylady.net? Just any prayers,
2: prayers of mercy, prayers of, of knowing that I'm, you know, thanking God Mm -hmm. for our our mission. Mm -hmm. Um, We're here for everybody. Yeah. Just, you know, to give me strength to persevere. I've been doing this 16 years, and sometimes you get burnt out. I've never gotten really burned out. I know how to take breaks and do the things that I need to do for me. But I just, I need your strength and your love. And, you know, share with your friends. We're so afraid that somebody's going to find out our dirty little secret that we can't keep house. But, Share with people you love or people, strangers in Walmart, right. you
0: know. Because there's hope for each and there, every one of us.
2: There is. It, yeah. And, you know, Fly Lady's free. If you if you choose to want to pay for a mentor, that's great. Go to flyladypremium.com. But if you can't afford it, we're free for mm. you. If you will just accept the gift. Absolutely. It is a gift. Not be upset that I sent too many emails. <laughs> Okay. And and delete at will. You, know, read yes. a couple you of- give us
0: permission to delete at will. Yes. Yes. And yes. It's okay. gonna, I'm going to sink in. Okay. It's fly washing at its best. Yes. I am so thankful that you joined me today. And I am praying blessing to whoever it is that hears this uh, message that you've given so generously. Thank you, Marla, from the bottom of my heart.
2: You're welcome.
0: And that concludes our experience with Marla. Wasn't she great? I just loved my time with her, and I'm so happy to share it with you, and I want you to be an active participant in all that she shared. I want you to know this week you'd be so proud of me. I have been shining my sink every single night, and it does lead to a cleaner kitchen, I must say, and I've also been making my bed bonus points for me, even though that's not the focus of this month. Um, And I did sign up for Marla's emails, and I will tell you, she's not kidding when there are a ton of emails. So what I did is I set up a separate email that only has her emails come to it nothing else and so I can read them if I want and if I don't I don't have to and she even gave us permission to delete at will so she includes a lot of testimonials in her emails but also the schedule for what zone you should be in that week and the habit of the month and even tips for our kids and what they can do to help uh, organize their spaces and in, in places in our homes so Again, so thankful. I think this is, you know, a lot of times on this podcast, we talk about really heavy topics and things that are muddy that we face that are deeply emotional, and I th- I just really am so thankful to have had Marla on the show because I think this is muddy for a lot of us. Our houses, it's where we live and it's those things that are hanging over our head like I need to get to that, I need to organize that or we put something away because it's super special and we wanna save it but we don't know where to file it or where to put it um, or that special paper that we wanna keep or you know that corner of the room that we really wanna keep organized in a detailed way but then we never get to it or a box that we mean to unload but we never do and it's still sitting there, you all know what I'm saying. I know you do. And so that's why Marla's encouragement was so good for my heart because I know that I don't have to worry about being perfect. I don't have to worry about doing it all great. I don't even have to worry about cleaning everything because I think sometimes I still don't want to start cleaning anything because it's so overwhelming that there's no possible way I could get it done in a single day. And so then I just get sad and I don't do anything. And it really is some mud that we walk through. It's it hangs over our head so anyway, I thought this was a really good topic for us to talk about and I hope that it's been encouraging to you. It certainly is to me. And Marla gives us permission, one thing at a time, nothing perfect. And we can't forget you and me. This is the year of mercy. How much do I love that? The year of mercy, not getting the punishment that we deserve. And so let's give mercy to our own selves. Let's give mercy to the people in our lives. And let's just love like Jesus asked us to. Let's love ourselves first and love others. Um, I tell that to my fourth grader every single time he kisses me goodbye in the morning. I say, love somebody today. And uh, he gives me those eyes like, I will, Mom, I will. And so love can be all kinds of different ways. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not boast. It is not envious. It is not proud. It does not delight in doing wrong, but rejoices in the truth. And it always hopes and trusts and perseveres, and it never, ever fails. And so let's be a people of love, and let's love our families and love ourselves by doing those little things. Let's set our timer for 15 minutes, and let's get to it. I'm in it with you. And I'm so thankful for you. So you can find all the show notes, all the links to this episode at JackieWatkins.com forward slash episode 74. I would love, love, love if you would share this podcast with a friend. And if you would hop over to iTunes and subscribe to this show so you don't miss an episode. I am aiming to release this podcast on Thursdays or Fridays this year. And so it'll just depend on how my week goes with kids just keeping it real because every week is different for me. Sometimes I work, sometimes I don't on those days. And so uh, just if you'll be patient with me, but just know towards the end of the week, that's when you're going to see an episode from me every week. And I have lots of fun people coming, some deep stories, some inspiring hope for each and every one of us. And so I can't wait to do this year with you. Um, thank you so much For showing up and being here with me. I'm so glad to be serving you in this way. And I hope that no matter what you're facing today, no matter what you've faced in the past, and no matter what is ahead for you, we can do this one thing we can find a grateful song to sing today and so that's my hope for you and for me let's find something to give thanks for and we will get joy so have a beautiful week I will see you here next time I'm cheering for you and sending so much love
1: I'm never mother feels a press upon my mind, a pull of shame that leaves me a little bit blind. I cannot see beyond the plane, and I never will find a way out. And then I feel you next to me, you lift my head to see. Your strong arm reaches to me. Your mercy floods my tired soul as you lift me out of my muddy hole. You wash me up with your sweet grace and you lead me to a safer place. Feels a press upon my mind a pull of That leaves me a little bit blind I cannot see beyond the plane And I never will find a way out And then I feel you next to me You lift my head to see Your strong arm reaches to me Your mercy flows my tired soul as you lift me out of my muddy hole. You wash me off with your sweet grace and you lead me to a safer place. You overwhelm my broken thoughts and you mend my lost and damaged heart. I find myself where grateful song to sing, a grateful song to sing, a grateful song.